What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! They call me offensive, controversial, there's only two genders, <laughs> boys and girls, yeah! they can't cancel my message, No, cause I'm the biggest independent rapper in the freaking world. Hello everybody and welcome do, do, do. to another installment of the TPS Reports Podcast. Do, 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 do. And we back, and we back. We bit, we bit, we the world bit. is still reeling from Ben Shapiro's commitment to rap after all. Yeah. Turns out it doesn't suck and isn't gay. Turns out he's a part of the culture. It didn't go to number one on any charts. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, it did on the uh, Billboard digital chart. For Grammys like were this days. past weekend. Snub? Ben Shapiro snub? <laughs> or is it too late? That'll be next year. How's everybody doing? We are back once again. Uh, There's only two genders. There's only two genders, boys, boys and girls. And girls. Just catchy, timeless lyricism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you didn't see uh, the Patreon episode last There's week. There's only two genders, boys and girls. We put that snippet up of us reviewing Ben Shapiro's verse, and uh, I was oh man, just a fun time watching that. Of course. Uh, but it did bring out some of the, the Shapiro stands. He's got stands, too. I guess he is part of the culture. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> I was like, why is it showing this video to anyone? I did hashtag Ben Shapiro. I am playing the game. But you didn't tag him? Hell yeah! I didn't, I didn't add him. Someone did say that. Why wouldn't you add him? And I was just like, I, I would have. I didn't know. I, I thought that was gay. Do you think that would matter? I think adding people when you're just like, you know, making your posts, and you're just like, I think at... Right. So and so at Taylor Swift shouldn't have won last night. It's like, why are you adding them? They're not going to see this. Yeah, you don't for matter. A direct interaction. That's okay. So yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. But yeah, there was a bunch of people like forgot to mention it hit number one today. MGK. On like the, <laughs> it on hit the number digital one. billboard chart, which is pretty meaningless. Like, first of all, we did mention that. It was immediately we predicted replaced. that days earlier. Um, and yeah, that doesn't mean it's a good song. A lot of trash music gets number one and tail as old as time. Um, it's number one because he asked for you to make it number one. Yeah. Uh, comment sections are hilarious. That ain't it. It's always not it. Whatever we do, it's like we've got our fans and our support, but the, the people, all of the people who don't like it, music, podcast snippet or otherwise, yeah, it ain't it. Well, it's, it's like, first of all, yeah, it is. All this like, is it. Uh, <laughs> this is what it is. They're all, they're all just like selected phrases. I saw that somebody commented on the on the the snippet we posted, and it said like we uh, didn't even take any like stances. It said this uh, this salty look ain't it, and then I responded, "Capping ain't it." We're not even like I don't even. <laughs> this see is how I talk to people <laughs> about the look in that clip is salty. So much fun. We're just song. laughing at a dweeb yeah. who who has heavily criticized this genre of rap music. Before That's what makes him the most criticizable. It, yeah, and like yeah. we're laughing at him rapping and dweebishly saying rap slang like "Hobie the Cap." It's just funny. Is it not funny? It's funny that too. There's probably people that are like, oh, sorry, is that not funny? Ben Shapiro supporters that uh, 
part of the reason they like him is his stances. And one of his stances is that rap isn't music. So yes. now that he's flip-flopped, like, are there people that are like, I, I hate rap too. And Ben Shapiro was my, I also hate rap guy. That's yeah. part of the reason I like one of his many ideologies. All of these people are just like, he's already made more money off his track than you guys ever will. And I'm just like, this is every argument with a hip hop. Now you're part of the fucking group. Yeah. Jay-Z sold the most, so he's the best. And it's like, wow, I'm having this conversation now with people who are brand new to the art form. Yeah, if they're if, already making the, he made more money, so you guys can cope. If what's always been missing from a musical genre for you is like the confirmation of a political bias, then you're gay. Yeah. That's that's gay. One of the guys commented, Aw, y'all seem like you really believe you're better than other humans. Sad. <laughs> humans. It's like rappers, yeah. That guy rapping, yeah, we do. Better than other... For what? Like a <laughs> shitty uh, like superiority complex? Yeah. A la Ben Shapiro? Is Ben Shapiro not like the most condescending motherfucker on the face of the planet? I did post my favorite one. The one I responded to in the stories, which said, uh, zero skill people reacting to someone putting their creativity out there. And yeah, putting his creativity. We're the, the we Palmer Squares are the zero skill people in that, and the creative is Ben Shapiro, dude. I'm just like the whole world is upside down. It's creativity, yeah. Creativity. They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the freaking world. My pockets are fat, Lizzo. Real creative, fat, Lizzo, Yamaka, Cap. This is creativity, you guys. This is entendre, loaded in entendre. We just said it before, of like. Uh, this ain't it, current state of political discourse, which again, this was, it wasn't even a political it's video. I did, I was drunk. It's not a game. The idea of me drunk getting political makes me sick, and I know I did it. <laughs> we weren't last getting week. political. We were having. Well, fun. I was like, he's uh, contradicting all of his principles. Whatever you turned into Ben Shapiro, he was contradicting principles. Makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that, like, if we were to stage a debate between me and Ben Shapiro on not just God, Israel Palestine, but like anything. Uh, you know, he would have like a much more comprehensive stance than me. I don't know if you heard, but he doesn't care if he offends you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just having fun. I still think he's a douche. Well, and like, it. and just the point being that he has in the past few years made his bones railing against like censorship and uh, foreign intervention and, and his, and the whole like, his whole brand and the sweater he's wearing in that video is facts over feelings. Yeah. Right. And I think it's safe to say that uh, Israel uh, completely, his stance on Israel completely contradicts all of those principles that he's like made his bones on. Yeah. He's in he's in favor of pro-Palestinians being censored. Are you not cringing because you're not drunk yet? No. <laughs> I'm just on the political talk. I'll cringe later for okay. sure. Cool. I'll send you this part back. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't need to get into it. You're not it. wrong. It no, go on. Sick. I love it. It's It's the epitome of hypocrisy where it's like, this is the guy who's come out and said and had debates before about how like rap is some bullshit rap, non Facts art don't form. care about your feelings, you little yeah. babies. Yeah. And now he's rapping. Those fucking dickhead comments. Uh but in all reality, think about this. All right, you ready? Are oh. you thinking? Hold on. Let in, me put on my thinking cap, my yarmulke. In all reality, <laughs> put your yarmulke. Let me look at. You all have more to say about this than you do about worldwide elite pedophile rings. Yeah, I do. In, in this 30-second clip, yeah, I do, because pedophile rings isn't the subject matter of this 30-second clip. We can get into that later. You literally care more about Ben putting out a shitty rap album? Literally. Uh, he didn't say album. Rap. 
putting on a shitty rap than elites raping children. When did I say? (laughs) Why are they mutually exclusive? Why can't I? It's like I either like this song or I'm a pedophile. Yeah. How does that happen? How do we get there? I will say I know a lot of buzzwords get thrown around willy-nilly here, but that guy is also a dumbass and a racist, so I'm not worried about him too much. Yeah, this is the zoo That's creatures. what always happens. Yeah, it's like uh, our snippet goes, of look at us having fun or look at us creating rhyming stuff. Right. And there, and then there, it turns into just some crazy like black Israelite arguing with like some white nerd fan of ours about slavery and where... You know, yeah, Mr. Fucking. It's like, what are we talking? Standing about, up to the elitist pedophile rings. All it takes is one comment pushing back against him for him to start calling people zoo creatures. He's talking about BLM and, and again, rioting. When did? When was I in favor of BLM riots? I didn't donate anything to BLM. I was in favor of riots. I said from day one. The irony probably is, shouldn't riot. It's going to get more people killed, and it did. Yeah. And so yeah. why? Why? If I don't like a dipshit song, which he even he even calls it a shitty rap song then why, if I don't like it, does it have to mean that I'm in favor of the things that Ben doesn't like? Why doesn't Ben care more about speaking out about the pedophiles, too, than making this song this week? You know? He's also part of the shitty rap song. I didn't make that piece of junk. Um, It's annoying. It's gay. Ben Shapiro wanted to step into our arena, so he makes it makes him, you know... I think I cut you off. Ripe for critique. You did respond uh, to somebody... Uh, and put it pretty perfectly. Oh, yeah. The guy who said, we're the zero talent people. I said, no, we're professional touring rappers with over 200 songs. Uh, and we're reacting to a cornball publicity stunt created for Republican uncles. Cornball publicity stunt. Yeah, it's what it felt like. Nothing more, nothing less. And they're, you know, they're like, let's uh, download this. Let's get a billboard number one. And they're like, this is our call to action. And you didn't. Um, you didn't get a billboard number one. Speaking of Billboard number one, uh, did you watch the Grammys? I did not watch the Grammys. Have you? I mean, I, I expected that. But the Billboard number one right here is still Jack Harlow. Number two, Soak City by 310 Bebby. Never even heard of this. All of that was gibberish. <laughs> 310 Bebby. Yeah! Can you guess what number three is right now? In the After number 100? two? No way. It would be Lil Boo Thang by Paul Russell. <laughs> what is What is this? Um, I knew you wouldn't watch the Grammys. So. Might as well be Ben Shapiro. I've never heard any of this shit. I fell on that sword for the both of us. So yeah, I turned it on recap. for a half a second. Um, did you should have turned it on for the very first half a second because they got me with their intro. What would they do? They wrote me. Dua Lipa's just got her butt out. Okay. Dua Lipa sure. just got her butt. And yeah, Trevor Noah's hosting and saying Dua Lipa in the first five seconds. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, you're hooked. I'm watching. <laughs> um, now, I saw Killer Mike one. Uh, I saw that I didn't even know it was on She's wearing some assless chaps Mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was on And then I saw Killer Mike 1 All three of his things So I was like It wasn't on To tune in anyway They stopped televising The rap Grammys Why? I think last year was the same too People like rap Yeah he won all of his Grammys At like 3 in the afternoon It was already trending And I'm like what the fuck For sure I uh like that would be a reason I would want to watch. I would want to see because it's not just rap album; it's best rap song, best rap performance. All of that one went to Killer Mike, which is kind of cool. I was curious because and I all of it was untelevised. He got arrested, and then in the thing I saw it said four p.m. and I was like, "Do they mean four a.m.?" Because he was arrested. Winning, he was winning Grammy. It said after he won. What happened? I didn't hear about this. I think he was involved. Should have televised in that. Some kind of physical altercation. The what? article said physical. altercation. You didn't send me the article. It was extremely vague, and I didn't care. All right. 
Whatever, I figured dude. he would have said Grammys, something you by start now. Throwing bows, dude. It was yesterday. I'm gonna assume his name's Killer Mike. I'm He's gonna, gonna get aggressive. Like somebody in his camp got into a thing, and he was just there. Okay. I would assume he was. It said he got handcuffed and detained. He was probably unhandcuffed and undetained. <laughs> Moments later, that's my uh, assumption. Uh, a lot of people are what's known in the industry as big mad, right? Because Travis Scott didn't win any of that. Utopia, big rap album. Uh, a lot of the people who like Utopia have never heard of Killer Mike and didn't listen to his album and are just like upset of the year. I didn't listen to Killer Mike's album. It's pretty good. You should. Um, and I, I've never heard of Utopia. I don't know what that means. I've also listened <laughs> to that. I just wanted to say something. Um, maybe if there weren't, I don't know, a better <laughs> album up against it that could have won. Because just on a production level, I think I listened to like for half rap of, album. I listened to like half of Travis Scott's album, and Travis Scott stinks. I do not care for him. But like the production and the engineering is wild, and that's not what he's doing. Whatever. You know what I mean? Give it best production or engineering then. Uh, there's an article. What is it here? I pulled up his performance because Travis Scott, I watched his segment, and it is so lame and so whack. Travis Scott seems to throw a fit on stage after latest Grammy loss. Has he ever won? Um, I don't know. Dude, what? Oh, so now there's a stack of folding chairs like the WWE, and he's Travis Scott smashing them all over the, the set design and throwing them. He threw his mic down when he was done yelling, Fiend. He's just mad he lost, I guess. Even though this is clearly pre-produced for him to do all of this. There's a stack of chairs. Like, here, do something. Smash the chairs. Right. This is the production for your live performances. You're going you're gonna to go Stone Cold Steve Austin at the end. So that's gay. You see in my notes here, I put notes. Travis Scott is homo. Yes. That was not cool. Is homo. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that wasn't cool. Remains. There's nothing cool about that. Lenny Kravitz continues to be from the future. You see this guy? I saw your little predator thingy, and yeah, I like the way you added the arm and the microphone. Yeah, I gotta like with the you know put my spin on it. Emojis. <laughs> uh, he looks insane. He looks like he was sent here to find. This guy's John almost Connor. sixty years old. Yeah, I mean, in that case, he looks great. He does look. He looks like ripped. he just got off the slopes. Like he's got his big ski goggles. He's pretty on. jacked, but. Um, he's never not holding the belt buckle too. That's how he went and presented the award. These are like red carpet photos from before, and he's got his pose locked in where he's just like yeah. pulling down on his, so you can see his V, like the bottom of his abs, right? Top pube, bottom I ab. I got a V. I want people to see it. Uh, Miley Cyrus in my notes here. You'll see weird looking. She's kind of uh, weird looking. I did see a thing this morning uh, with her big hair. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that. She's trying to be like some like you know, old lady, old Western singer from I don't know the seventies or something. She's got this very like, yeah, country diva, yeah, like Tammy Wynette. She looks shocked, type of thing. If you want to use the word literally, she looks literally like she was electrocuted. She looks like Marv Home Alone, <laughs> shocked. Yeah, she looks like the um, the THX Dolby System commercial with her hair blown back. I saw she won like best song, and then Billie Eilish won the other best song. There's two best songs. And it's the same songs are nominated for both of them. No, they were two different awards, but one I don't remember what is Miley says. Awarding the songwriter and the other is awarding the producers and the engineers. Right, record, right? Record versus it's song. the same thing. Yeah, we do that every year. Uh, Meryl Streep, they, that was the whole monologue bit. She was there to present it 
and she was acting like an old lady. She's like, what do you mean? What the Grammys for? Um, because she is. What the fuck is Meryl Streep doing at the Grammys? What's that? She's someone's mother-in-law. The guy who, Paul really? Ronson. Is that his name? The dude who did that big song a couple years ago? Uh, Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. She's Mark Ronson's uh, mother-in-law. Uh, Don't believe me, just watch. Yeah. Don't Naomi, just watch. He's uh, Samantha Ronson's brother. Uh, the so. chick that Lindsay Lohan dated for two seconds. Um, Remember that? So yeah, Billie Eilish won Song of the Year, not Record of the Year. Cares. That's another. They don't care. The Barbie thing. That's what half of the acceptances are: is the winners getting up there and like being like, "This is so." Listen to Billie Eilish just talking like a a cool young black kid or something. She's like, "Bro, y'all stupid. Yo, bread. Y'all, y'all stupid for this. I'm him, bread. This ain't it." (laughs) This ain't it, Grammy. On God, the business. I stood, bread. Yo, I want to thank not the Academy. I fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. So, yeah, listen to her. This is like Stop her. playing with me. Kids say stop playing. Seven-year-olds stop now playing say stop me. playing with me. Cuh, that ain't it. I saw a thing on like, uh, like 12-year-old day traders. These are kids who make like $700 a day like on stocks, which I don't think is legal. You just use your parents' credit card or something. But this kid makes a video where he's like teaching me, a 33-year-old, how to make money on stocks. And you're watching it because you think you're going to learn. And he's 12 and he's like, bruh, stop playing with me, bruh. I'm him. Yeah. One commenter says- Bruh, stop playing with me, bruh. One Ben Shapiro stand says, uh, he already made more money than you guys ever will. And now Term's watching seven-year-olds selling stocks. I didn't- He's trying to level up. (laughs) (laughs) It just came up. And I was like, what? Oh, bruh. 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 Yikes. Oh, my goodness. Whoops. Damn, that's stupid, guys. Yo, that's stupid, bruh. Whoa, Y'all playing, though. Like, I was looking at everybody's faces, and I leaned over, and I was like, not a chance. Yo, I was I like, couldn't was- be me, bruh. Couldn't be me. That ain't it. It's like, they hate winning. Miley Cyrus did this. Taylor Swift did this. They all get up there and go like, stop it. This is actually dumb, and I hate this. Winning sucks. I mean, winning this sucks right now. The music's not that good, so maybe they also just get it. Like, really? I won. For, I played the. Miley They're doing Cyrus. what we've been doing. They're trying to steal our thing now. It's like, no, no, no. We get to say this sucks and is meaningless. And now they get up there with the Grammy and say Grammys actually don't mean anything. It's just all about you guys. It's like, yeah, we know. Shut up. They could. If you um, guys make better music and then get awarded for it, they could mean more. Yeah. I'm gonna say everybody in this category like <laughs> the music could be more meaningful. I played the Miley Cyrus song this morning. It's just like incredible people, incredible artists. In one ear, out the other. It's it's not like trash, but it's not like something that needs to be awarded. It's four bars. Awarded. It's four notes. Yeah. I listen to fucking uh. Uh, the Jackson Five can't say goodbye on the way here. I just can't say goodbye, girl. You know that song? Hell yeah! It's the best song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, now that you do it, <laughs> it's I was like, so good. That's the version I'm gonna wake and up I, with in my head tomorrow. I heard that Miley Cyrus song an hour earlier, and I was just like blowing my mind on the highway. That like, like this, like. I don't know. I know I'm an old dickhead. She doesn't need you, dude. She can buy herself flowers. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to do it. I'm going to keep stopping myself. Uh, We've done this segment a hundred times. We can go back to Dua Lipa's burp cheeks because we haven't done those yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Dude, I'd suck a fucking... (laughs) 
out of the center Grade of A, those cheeks. Grade A, top choice meat. Um, so what else? Oh, and um, Jay-Z, Jay-Z stands on business for his wife, Beyonce. Pulling what many are calling a Kanye West, where he does like the same thing. What happened? Uh, Taylor Swift did win Album of the Year again this year, making her the most Album of the Year wins. Ooh, crazy. I guess Whoa. Jay-Z got like, um, he's the second person to get this new Dr. Dre Award. He has his own award now. I think he, he was the first recipient. Like they honored Dre. Dr. Dre with was his the own. first recipient of the Dr. Dre Award. I think so. That makes no sense. I could be wrong about that, but it's it's his thing. It's his thing that they gave Jay Z. And uh, he stands. Is having business. an award named after yourself not an award in itself? I'm just saying. We just. I'm just we want y'all to get it right. Okay. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to get it right. At least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't got to clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub- obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based. But, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. Beyonce's like, shut some up. Of you, shut the some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it, Rob. That's a threat. Some of you don't belong in the category. Oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell off. the truth. When I get nervous, I tell the truth. So, yeah, he's uh What a jerk off, though. Like, Does any of that need to be said by... The most, like, the richest man in rap music. About the most winningest artist of all time. Or just to Grammys. say, some of y'all don't even need to be nominated. That's yeah. that's my thing to say. A broke guy. Yeah. Does this billionaire douchebag who's reached the precip- every single precipice possible really need to go up there and, like, denigrate other artists? Yeah. Because his wife didn't get another Grammy last night? The most winningest artist of all time, his wife. She has the most Grammys. <laughs> far and away of she, anybody so ever. So she's the one who never won album of the year? Correct. So it's like an interesting detail. Oh, I detail. thought he was saying that about Taylor Swift. Because I was going to say, like, what does it matter? I think Beyonce has like 30 fucking Grammys or something. Oh, right. Like she should have another one. Enough already. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even know there what this guy's trying to recap. say. I think he's an asshole. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> there, I said it. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's going to tell him? Why didn't you tag him? None of these people uh, <laughs> want to win anyways, apparently. They just get up there and say, like, these are all stupid. Right. It's kind of the same thing. It's just like, how's my wife like going to win the these most? These are stupid, They're stupid, man. though. They're stupid for this one. Um, yeah, that was my Billie Eilish impression. Is that standing on business, though? <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it's some homos are like, yeah, big ups for your lady. And then others are obviously like, what, do you need another Grammy? You billionaire couples with the most Grammys of anybody ever? Like, you th- just, you're asking for another one? Shush. Um, you tell yeah. him. You tell him I said that. Tell him I said shush. Yeah. You know, you tell Jay Z. I said that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it, cousin. Um, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, that's it. For sure. Grammys are cool. What else? We could do some obituaries. We also like. I I tried to get the green light on announcing something. We may or may not have got a a, a pretty splendid offer to go on a, another string of tour dates with a band oh for sure but they never said like for sure it's and it might already be announced i don't I'll know bet you it is i'll just tease it in the meantime but uh we do have shows with tropodelic at the end of this month and then in much of march um and then we might be on the road it looks like 
for late April through pretty much all of May. Like, solid string of dates. West Coast. A lot of stuff. Intimidating, quite frankly, the schedule. South. The deep south. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just leave that as a tease and stay tuned for details, but... Uh, We're going I, I on think the get in the flask tour, <laughs> <laughs> the deep south. Uh, I think we can. Uh, I think we have more dates booked currently for this spring than we had all of last year. All of last year, yeah! which is pretty fucking sweet. That also, I ain't mad at it. Might affect our our <laughs> podcast schedule. Yeah, I ain't Shit. mad at it, bro. That is it. On guy, we on bid your car, but it's like I just get boom hour on it. Um, so yeah, that might you know sort of affect our ability to record, work on our album as much as we wanted to, or whatever. We'll see. This fucking rules. Though. Record a song in your tour butt. <laughs> my underwear with my hoop short. Um, we'll do you that. Want, you want to do an obituary? That was definitely a big one. Obituary. All right, let's go. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Sounds like a karaoke version. I had another guy that died, but now that you're starting with a big one, I feel like no one can follow this. So. We're going to forget about that other guy. Freaky doopy doopy doo, yeah. Forget about Mike Martin, Martin, the Florida State baseball coach for 40 seasons who died at 79. I was going to honor Mike Martin on my show? I mean, this is still a pretty uplifting sports-related song, so true. get it in there. Why is he important? Why'd you pick him out? You just heard, dude. News gets around. A legend of 40 seasons dies. The baseball world oh, yeah? is shook. You weren't going to pick out Cheeto Rivera? I'm more of a Cheeto Vera guy. KO'd to death by Sean O'Malley <laughs> a month early. Uh, Cheeto Rivera. Yeah. Was a Tony Award winning. 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 Dickhead. You, you ain't never going to win a Grammy. <laughs> you <laughs> suck! Tony Award winningest. Actress from the original West Side Story Broadway lineup. She died also. But no, the reason we are here and the reason you are pulling up, the reason you are shoving your cock in my mouth. I've been taking it easy on drinking so I could pull up for this great man. Yeah, pull up. Carl Weathers. Oh, dude. Such a Ch- fucking idiot, asshole, son of a bitch bastard who already had a song prepared for this. I actually thought you were going to go with the. Uh, what a jerk. Tuesday's gone. No. Well, that they wow, play. Wow, you're not doing that either. That's not the song they you play when Chubbs it! dies. That's right. You're right. It might be. I thought it was. But Chubbs <laughs> plays this on the piano. True. We've only just begun. Carl Weathers, who played Apollo Creed in the Rocky yeah. movies, dies at 76. A former okay. pro linebacker. He had a long acting career that reached beyond the boxing ring, appearing in action films, comedies, and TV dramas, and earning an Emmy nomination. Uh, I was looking at his IMDb. A lot of like character actor stuff on just sitcoms, you know. Right. Arrested if you don't know who Carl Weathers is, you do. He's the guy from that thing. You'll see him. He was going to make a stew. Um, yeah, he was um, Calvin in Good Times. It's Carl Weathers. He was in Predator. Um, he didn't he have a role in uh, Arrested Development? I just said that oh, he was, was gonna make a stew. My bad. <laughs> That's my bad. 
Um, after playing for the Oakland Raiders, Carl Weathers rose to prominence portraying rival boxer Apollo Creed in the film Rocky. And also he was in Predator with Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> uh, yes. He also was in the sequel and the third one and the fourth one. So uh, speaking of getting a flash, it says he was Chubbs uncredited in Little Nicky. I'm a big Little Nicky guy and I don't. We can't visualize what that is. What the cameo oh, is? Oh, you know what? So little Nikki's mom is an angel, played by Reese Witherspoon at right. the end, and I think they cut oh. to him saying like, "Your golf lesson is." You're right. Like she, she's like, wow. "I'll be right there, Chubbs." It's like a tiny little call out. I'm the chucklehead. I should have known. It's been years, but I'm pretty sure that happens. Yeah, I haven't seen that in so the, long. So they that's show actually... her in heaven, and they're talking about Harvey Keitel. He was such a horn dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. I guess it has been a while. Um, yeah, Carl Weathers, seventy six. We just begun to live. Uh, yeah, dude, put that cock in my mouth. Man. My bad. Yeah, I should have been poing. Why are you not poing? Um, I will. I will throw another one out there. Tough act to follow. Tuck, tough act. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he did it. <laughs> I haven't had a drop yet. Yeah. Mush mouth over here. Lubricate the pipes. Mush. Pause. Do you think they're piping in canned laughter with Joe Biden's speeches? I saw another clip. Yesterday. I think everything is AI now. Every single time that he gets mush mouth, I thought of it because I said mush mouth. Isn't it just odd that every single time he gets all mushmouthed and he's like, <laughs> the crowd erupts with laughter. I mean, it like is hilarious to watch an old man deteriorate. Laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a clip? I don't think that would be like my reaction, though. Do you have a clip in no, mind? I, I probably should have. I probably should have had a clip. Seth, <laughs> want to listen to Joe Biden fumble? Um, anyway, right now, right now. It's time to. Bring out the dance, motherfucker! Cheers. Woo! It is with heavy hearts we report the passing of Wayne Kramer, co founder of the MC5. And I guess that I should. <laughs> the MC5. Regarded by few, by many, by few, by a many few. Yeah, they're not the same thing <laughs> as the first punk band. First punk rock band. Um, I tried to beat you to the punch because I wasn't sure if I knew that. Still. One of many, but I think "Kick Out the Jams." I think this is from like 1968. Yo. Fuck. What's the name of this? 68. Thrashing. They did not like the term punk. The term punk really did not uh, become used until 77. And I think before that, um, punk was like a term for a, uh, like a bitch in prison. Like a guy who dressed like a lady and got fucked in the ass. That's a punk. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, you want to be it wasn't, it, originally it was no not problem. a very flattering term. And guys like these uh, did not much care for it. Wayne Kramer, the guitarist who co-founded... I like how language has that effect where, you know, even with the obvious unspeakable word, but being reclaimed... Right. Or, like, taking something that 
you don't want to be called. Right. And then making it like the name of the thing or a thing you say all the time. Mm -hmm. Just like, I didn't know that. I didn't know punk wasn't cool from day one. Yeah, I always thought it was that thing you light fireworks with. Yeah, it's like how we call stuff gay, but it rules. Yeah, we're trying to get fag music <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> For 12 years and counting. Um, died at the age, Wayne Kramer died at the age of 75 this weekend from pancreatic cancer. Uh, the MC5 gained a following for their energetic performances and left-wing political platform, at one point performing for eight hours straight at the infamous protest against Vietnam War at the 1968 Democratic Convention in Chicago, where they all wound up eating pot cookies and then getting their heads cracked open by Chicago police officers. Hell yeah! Um... I remember that from I, most of my knowledge of the MC5 came from a book that my dad got me when I was in high, sc high school, which is funny because uh, <coughs> there's a book called Please Kill Me by Legs McNeil, who Legs McNeil was a journalist, a music journalist in the 60s and 70s. How old were and you? 80s and 90s. Your dad bought you this I book? I was 14. Okay. I was a freshman That's in a high school. That's a ripe age to tell high your son school. to think about suicide. And I was reading a book called Please Kill Me in my classroom. And it was a, it's comprised entirely of interviews that Legs McNeil uh, conducted throughout the 60s and 70s. And it's and, uh, around punk music. It's crazy. His name has Neil in it, and that's what you do with Legs. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And talk about like chomo groomer. This is the origins of my chomo chomo groomerisms. You blew it. Uh, because yeah, I was like fourteen in school reading this book, which I distinctly remember interviews. Uh, Lou Reed, who talks about jacking off while his friends sat on his face. Uh, he talks about frequenting. I like that's so funny. Like how quick my mind was working. You're like he talks about jacking off while his friends and I. I was already like, yeah, we're in the other room. We all did that, right? It's like sat on his face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> while he sniffed their taints. Um, and then he talked about going to Vaseline bars. They called them what in New York City, which was a gay bar that would have a jar of Vaseline on the on the bar. And then, like, a dark room in the back, and you would get a handful of Vaseline and go in the back and just fuck someone in the ass. Just all it takes, huh? Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I, I have defended uh, persons of the age of 13 or 14 reading me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Oh, your classic <laughs> Instagram comment. Yeah, um, you're as guilty as the Shapiro stands, dude. You Chomo get in there. Groomer. Yeah. You get in there and start talking shit. I don't get in there and start talking shit. I just think that like <laughs> people should do their their due dissidence sometimes and like, you know Do dissidence? Yeah. Speak truth to bullshit every so often. I'm only familiar with due diligence. Yeah, well. Damn. Learn something. Bro. I got I got jabbed. <laughs> I got jabbed. Um, where were we at in the show? Oh, fan questions, probably. We were gonna pull up one more though from for Wayne Kramer. It's time for fan questions. Brutal doo, brutal doo, 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 yeah. It's fan questions. DPS report. Hell Is yeah. that the dog you were watching this morning? Dude. Is that an audio quote from the dog? I was about to say. What's that dog's name? Uh, Millie. Millie. Oh, sweet Millie Bubbs. Sweet little Millie. I am dog sitting right now for my, my stepsister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that picture was crazy. Yeah, this morning 
I was like, Mil- I said it out loud to the dog. I was like, you really smell like shit, Millie. And last <laughs> night she was farting while I was watching the shitty new True Detective. And the it sh- was the worst episode yet. And the yet. shitty Curb Your Enthusiasm that premiered last night. Didn't watch that. Fucking stinks. Yeah. Do you, has, have you this seen anything episode, you like? This new season just <laughs> did not need to be made. No, I thought they re- they hung it up four seasons ago. And they then- keep claiming to. Yeah. And I don't know if I even finished last season. So this one starts and I was like, where are we here? Right. Why? I'm and just going to keep going back and watching one through eight. It's like, it, like, it's like forced political for one, no one reason. One of them was okay after season eight, like the Mocha Joe one or something. Wasn't there one that was decent? I feel like that was two seasons ago, Mocha yeah, Joe. Yeah, it might have been. Two or three. So last season was all him making a, a sitcom, and then that fat girl gets cast right. who's not good at acting. Right, right. That's all I remember of last season. I don't remember any storylines from particular episodes. It just wasn't good. It feels so forced. For like three, four seasons now, when him and Jeff are like sitting at a restaurant talking, it just feels so god-awfully forced. Like they're two rich actors who are sitting on a set because they have to. Sitting on a pile of money. They have to be there. And they're just fucking, they're just going through the motions to get that check. Which was the it's whole not like that in the earlier seasons when Jeff and Larry are sitting there. It's like they're actually in a scenario and they're having fun, you know. It's fucking sort of like the improving. scenario when they brought back Seinfeld on Curb and the whole thematic of well, Larry never likes reunion shows because he says they're forced and corny. And then the Seinfeld reunion sort of became like in the following seasons a Curb reunion because he already had said it was the final season earlier. Right. Larry's doing his thing. I guess you wouldn't call this a reunion show, but. It is four seasons after the original like retirement of that show. And now they're hanging it up again. And guess what? It feels corny and forced. And he's so according old. To and his hair is like... He's too old. Really long and weird looking. Speaking of Happy Gilmore. That's Happy Gilmore, right? The too old quote? Yes, it is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> we, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Full circle. We yeah, can... I don't know. It's just... Uh, it wasn't good. Anyway, I'm watching the shitty... God, True Detective just fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like it was like all right at first. I mean, and then season last one night, is it's just chick shit, chick, <laughs> chick, chick, constant chick stuff with the fucking gay chick music. Where's the dudes? No, I'm gay. This fucking girl heard Billie Eilish's album four years ago and was like, I need to make a show centered around this fucking moody dog shit music. Do you skip the intro I every fucking time? Fucking hate it, dude. The first season was Billie so Eilish. cool. The intro song of this season is Billie Eilish. I know, and they used like more of her music throughout it. And it's all You're just right. this moody fucking like, oh, why didn't you do Billie Eilish? Oh my God, I won a Grammy. I won song of the year. You're so I just don't like it. The first season was so cool and like existential. Yeah, and but w- dark. You can't be mad now because they didn't wait until now with Jodie Foster to start sucking. They waited one season and got Colin Farrell for dude. Season the closest two is the come. worst. So the first, I don't know. I hated it. It gets bad, but Colin Farrell is the best part of season Colin two. Colin Farrell's cool, unquestionably. That season sucked. It does suck, but the first couple episodes were kind of cool, and Colin Farrell was the only cool thing about it. If you say so, dude. And I don't know if like the first season had this very took everyone by surprise. No one was expecting this show to be like it was, and we were all like, "I've never seen Matthew McConaughey like this." And that was this, his victory lap year, dude. This, he, I think Interstellar was the same yeah, year as season the one. Reconnaissance, craziness, and. Uh, and um, it was just this very like dark, unexpected, existential 
gritty character and show and uh fucking i think it was very well directed and you yes. know like there was just cool stuff in the show too and it was more well the done the closest than- they've come to that feeling since then was colin farrell's character in the first episode or two of the second season and it very quickly derails yeah i don't know i just and then this this season in particular is like girl version of everything which means it stinks. Which means it's just it's just not cool, and it's emotional, and it's just like sad and moody. <laughs> Fucking, it's just like fifteen straight minutes of that episode last night was like moody chick shit. Yeah. And nothing cool happening. <laughs> and every so fucking mad. every man in it is a fucking neutered bitch. So funny. When, when we talk about other shows, like we're like you should try watching Succession or something and you're just like or there, there's I have to. There's shows you've tried <laughs> I, I shall and know. you always say how like why would I keep watching cuz I always say like it might take you a few episodes like it took me right. to actually really enjoy some of these other shows. Like I didn't like Succession for 3 4 episodes and then like I'm glad I stayed with it though cuz I did think it got so good right. and I got acclimated with the characters in the show and I started really 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 enjoying it but your argument is always like why would i keep watching a show if that's why you didn't watch ozark for until like last month you know because you're like i didn't like the first episode why would i keep watching something it's like you can stop watching true detective i don't know any week i wasn't like uh the huge we we know it's not gonna be that good i would always say with shows like ozark and secession like it's there and i i can watch it and i will yeah, this is there too every Sunday now, and you're subjecting yourself. This is not the first week I've heard terms feelings about True Detective. No. It's just so like you're it's just done, getting worse and worse. But and we worse. are going to talk for five more weeks. I bet about it's getting worse and worse. I don't know and why. Worse, yeah, and now it's just I like the first two episodes. Run of the mill crappy horror. That's all it is now. Oh, that's my wheelhouse, baby. But that's not I'm, what the show is supposed to be. I am down. It's supposed to be <laughs> gritty true crime drama. Right. Not fucking cheesy shutter horror movie. That was my whole argument about Black Mirror, where you liked the season, and I was like, no, but it's supposed to be yeah. a, a cautionary tale of digital future, and it's not anymore. It's just a horror anthology. But you're like, well, same there thing. There's a couple of them though this last season that One were and a cautionary half. tales of digital. One and a half. Um, technology. <laughs> yeah, it was my least favorite season. And the fact that they get to st- wipe the slate clean every episode is just different. Yeah. Uh, so fan questions. But yeah. <laughs> somebody asked, with, somebody asked the chlorophyll. Go on with the boy, Bill. What's up, boys? It's Will from Boston. Uh, just listening to the new podcast. And hearing you talk about spam calls, I am 100% like term. My new favorite thing is to pretend like I'm an old guy and say, Oh, Johnny. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I forgot your birthday. I'm going to send you $500 right now. And they absolutely lose their shit when I just start mumbling and they can't figure out why they can't get the money from me. But I think you'd like to try that out, Sam. It's real fun. Have a going, boys. Well, they lose their shit, huh? Is that, would you say? Oh, you, they lose their shit, What do huh? you do? You didn't think that was very good. I could see it in no, terms of eyes. stunk. What do you say? Oh, Johnny. <laughs> you say, oh, Johnny? That's what you say? You say, oh, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> you don't ask if they could take diarrhea shits in your mouth, in your gaping mouth, until it overflows over your lips? You don't use the words gaping and overflow? <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> you don't ask if you could pick the corns out of their shit and eat them in front of them with a fork? Oh, my God, Like, pick, a, pick so many that until you have enough to scoop with a fork? Blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that color wasn't great. Nah, shout out my dog from Boston. But yeah, you are the homie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like your call, and yeah, you cool. are my best friend. I like you, though. You can hang out in the hot tub with the two beers in the family feud anytime. 
Uh, this is from Ian. It's written in. It says two questions. First, thoughts on Cat Williams' interview on Shannon Sharp. I know it's old now, but haven't, haven't, watched haven't it. heard you guys talk about it. That's crazy. I told Seth I know. the first week of the year. I keep watching is- politics and then not having anything to relay when it's time to talk politics because I don't resonate. Nothing resonates. I watched uh, Dave Smith do an hour and a half debate about Israel and Palestine with RFK yesterday. Yeah. First of all, Huge props to Dave Smith. Yeah. Numerous points throughout the debate where it just blows my mind that this is one of the three Legion of Skanks hosts. Oh, yeah. he's And he's having an extremely comprehensive and knowledgeable debate with RFK Jr. Yeah. about Israel-Palestine. Better than when RFK was on Howie Mandel's show? And he's the Jew, and he's the pro-Palestinian of the two, which right. RFK does take the stance that he is pro-Palestinian, it's a very nuanced uh, pro-Israel stance that RFK has. And while I do agree it is contradictory of many of his principles, it's not the like very principle that he's made his bones on. You know what I'm saying? Not to mention, like, he's also he's still uh, the best presidential... <laughs> the best, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The best presidential <laughs> candidate, I think, hands down. Yeah. It's laughable to imagine either Biden or Trump having that same debate not not just with Dave Smith, but about anyone. A comprehensive debate about Israel, Israel, Palestine, Israel, <laughs> and to do it willfully. RFK asked to do it. Dave did not uh, extend the invite. Right. Dave made a tweet criticizing RFK's stance, and RFK reached out to him and said, "I would love to have a discussion with you on this topic." Good for them. I. It's impossible to imagine Biden or Trump. Having the same nuanced, knowledgeable. So you're endorsing Dave Smith for hour president. and a half, dude. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, could be better than the other two options we got here. Yeah, really. And it's not. It's not something that's like going to happen anywhere near the near future. But you I don't see know, a just, future in politics just for Dave Smith. Watching that is like it's wild that this guy. Yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> I've met him. We're not like homies. He probably likes mm. us Homie? least of the three of them. Of course. <laughs> he, I would not in any way, shape, or form describe him as a fan of yeah. the Palmer Squares. I've but done his podcast. If Dave Smith ran into me, he would say, what's With up, With his dude? car. <laughs> he hates me. <laughs> and I would say, what's up back? We're like, we're acquainted. Yeah, we almost walked by each other in the back hallway of the Depraved show. Uh, you know, where Ron mm-hmm. White and that, that whole... I mean, we, with the two of you, it's Hyde, like we walking into a mirror. Side stage, yeah. And we, we almost did that like... <laughs> Like we don't really talk. We don't. We're not in each other's worlds, really, other than the skank fest. But I made sure to not be a homo, and I was like, "Yo, what up, Dave? How are you?" And he's I, like, "Hey, good to see you." I congratulated I like, him yes, on his didn't be weird his first interview with RFK, yeah. which had had very previously uh, taken place when we were at skank fest. Mm-hmm. So we had a little, you know, two minute uh, aside. The point is. Cat Williams on Shannon Sharp could be the funniest thing on right. the internet. I that really you can watch. should put down the Glenn Greenwald for a day. And, and watch I told Cat you, Williams I think I texted Sharp. you, or it was like my birthday. I was watching it before we went out for drinks on my birthday, right? Uh, very beginning of the year. And I told you, if nothing else, put on the first thirty minutes of this. It's three hours. I understand. Yeah. If you don't, but the whole thing is great. But please just put on the first thirty minutes. That'll hook you better than True Detective or no, anything. I know. It's just I'm like, and I'm like, just like even Ozark, if, I'm just saving it. It's there. Even if he's I'm listen to it when I'm fifty years old. Even if he's all full of shit, because like he's yeah, he's like slandering people. It's hilarious. And then he said he says some things that are bizarre. Like he says like when I was seven, I was reading three thousand books a year. It's no, like, you no, you weren't. <laughs> but you um, I'm like, even if he's lying, and this is all like just Teddy gossip, Roosevelt read a book a day. Yeah. Not 3,000 yeah. a year. That's 300, <laughs> not 3,000. 
But I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't care if he is lying and he's out of his mind. He is the funniest guy. Yeah. It is like, I, I recommend to anybody, at least the first 30 minutes of Cat on that Shannon Sharp episode. I plan on it. It's terrific. I got a long drive home. I'll throw it on. Um, Maybe. Uh, second question. If you could go back in time and witness any event in history, what would it be? Just view, not talking about changing history. Just witness an event I got you. I mean, in history. Uh, 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 when Tarzan was swinging <laughs> in his uh, loincloth. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably say, I don't know. Too many events. <laughs> I want to say Kennedy assassination. Which if, Kennedy? If you can't That's change history, thing. it's like... You know seat for that would be sick. I'm glad I said that too because it's just one. Terms the only guy with popcorn. <laughs> one, like he knows it's coming. One little thing to add when it comes to RFK and his inconsistency regarding his anti-interventionist and anti-war stance uh, when it comes to Israel, it should not be forgotten, and I think it is forgotten by quite a few people who who levy criticism towards him. His dad was assassinated by a Palestinian. Yeah, and even though I think I believe the CIA was behind it. And RFK certainly believes the CIA was behind it. He even said in that uh, appearance on Dave's show, um, while he does believe Sirhan Sirhan fired shots at his father, he doesn't believe the bullets in Sirhan Sirhan's guns are the ones that killed his dad. Um, it, it, it was part of the story, the backstory, the, um, you know, using him as a patsy was his the whole excuse for why Sirhan Sirhan shot RFK Sr. is because RFK was um, supporting a policy to send arms to Israel and Sirhan Sirhan was a Jordanian <laughs> Palestinian. <laughs> I waited as long as I could. I am black, black, blang. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's great. Talk about it. I mean, it's yeah, we never talk politics. I'm and- doing the blah, blah in my own head. Where I'm like, <laughs> shut up. No one cares. No, Get to it. Up. Anyway, I just like RFK. Um, I think that's plenty. Thanks for listening, everybody. Did he have a second one though? It was that. It was. Oh, I guess I didn't answer it. The first thing was cat. The second thing was um event in history. Oh yes. Yeah, I don't have one. JFK. JFK though. Not not the RFK. Assassination. Yeah, sorry, I don't have one. Um, like even in that, and like if you can't change history, it is funny to consider something where it's like, all right, if this is like a hall pass, war would be cool. Like see, witnessing. A murder or war or something. It's like it's something I never hope to experience. But if I got this one free go back, it's like I'd, re- I'd if I got if I had to see anybody get shot in their head ever, I'd want it to be like the most iconic yeah, one. Like if I got to see that, my like if I, if I had to if I like my answer is so that like I wouldn't even be looking at the motorcade. I would be looking at the grassy knoll. I would be like, right, you're gonna crack. The code. I, cho- you're gonna I get- choose, but. I'm not allowed to do anything with it, apparently, anyway. So, yeah. I don't know. They would find out you're from the future, and then they'd string you up. He's got the same birthday as Phoebe Bridgers? <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro? They'd know Robert De Niro. I looked them up, too, because Boy Genius won a, a Grammy yesterday. I was like... Oh, I heard someone say their name. What I, the I fuck don't is know a Boy the... Genius? So I yeah. played that this morning on my phone. Uh-huh. Also kind of stunk. <laughs> You don't say. Which is unremarkable. Here, we're going to start the Patreon episode with It's term, better songwriting. Term, think of something in the show break where you are prepared to positively review it. Not highly recommend. So we're not going to talk about the zone of interest. <laughs> think of something that's... Dude. ...that you didn't hate are you, in the world. Shall you be happy? 
that we did not go see Zone of Interest. Seth, I was never going to go see that movie. I was going to get you to. You tried three different times <laughs> to get me to go see Zone of Interest in theaters. You told Holy me what. It, first of all, shit, never heard of it. Sucked. Second of all, you told me what it's about, and I was like, no. I, I wouldn't pay to go see this. I couldn't I'll have told you later. much of what it's about because nobody knows what it's about. No, dude. I've seen it. I don't know what it's about. If I'm paying to go see something, it's going to be like Fast and the Furious. I'm, I'm totally the Gosh. opposite of who I used to be. I just show me cool explosions in the theater. Amen. I'm not going to go watch a foreign fucking Nazi film or whatever. Sounds like shit. Tediously boring. No, thank you. That movie thinks it's the shit. <laughs> it ain't nothing but a foot. It ain't even, it ain't even <laughs> a foot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, think, I guess I guess Tom already found it his thing. We'll probably positively review that. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna shit all over the zone of interest by myself um, for an entire hour. TPS reports podcast at Gmail and seven zero eight seven nine seven three zero seven nine. Give us a call. Send us an email. Um, God, we'll play it on the show. It's so hot in here. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, what else? Oh. The Junkyard Samurai vinyl, limited edition. Um, that'll be out, I guess that's what, next Friday now? Next Friday. Um, Junkyard Samurai, double-sided vinyl, February 16th they're at 3 o'clock Central so Time. Cool. They are so cool, you guys. Get them while they're hot, because there's Junkyard, only a couple hundred. Junkyard Samurai 1 on side A, Junkyard Samurai 2 on side B. Own both Junkyard Samurai projects on one awesome vinyl. And that comes out the same day that we'll be performing in Chicago at Cole's Bar with Fresh Skills, Spenny, Eric Gordon, Russian. Um, yeah, February 16th, that's our next show. We're going to be rapping at Cole's in Chicago. Come out to that. What team does Eric Gordon play for? Oh, nowadays? I don't even know. Shit. Was he like a raptor or something? No, it was the raptors. Anyway, he'll be there. Eric Gordon NBA. It is a Canadian tour, and they are bringing Eric Gordon with them. Oh, Clipper now? All right, never mind. Phoenix. All right, never mind. He's the son. Um, Bloomington, Illinois. We're, we start a, a run with Tropidelic opening up for them in Bloomington uh, on February 22nd. And then after that, we're going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin. Sold out. Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Canton, Ohio. And then in March, starting on March 7th, we're going to be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Omaha, Nebraska, Springfield, Missouri, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wichita, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, and Des Moines, Iowa. After that, we're going to be back in Chicago, Woo! opening for Little Stranger at the Park West. You don't say. You're going to need to get tickets for that one. Um, um, tickets are going quick for Little Stranger at the Park West, March 22nd, so get them while you can, palmersquares.com. Get those right now. And then uh, Little Stranger at the House of Blues Cleveland the following night, March 23rd. We'll be there as well, opening up. Um, the homies, no cap. So I don't know how much of this we said before. Well, I don't think we announced this. We'll, we'll at least, we have this. We're going to be in Austin, Texas. With Ben Buck on April 13th. It's a Saturday night. Do, do, do. Um, yeah, he's setting up a great event there, and we're going to be... Who did he tell me was there? And we back, and we back, and we back. I should have, what do you say, like... Uh, Whitney Houston. Um, like, no, like Homeboy Sandman or someone. Ramsey I'm, Lewis. I'm going to confirm all of this, but it's going to be a sick day of hip-hop in Austin, April 13th. Rasputin. And then we're going to be starting a tour, it looks like, right after that, end of April. Uh, but wait for details on that coming soon. Everwild. Bunch of dates. Bunch of dates to come. And yeah, look at uh, the Everwild schedule. Everwild. Um, tickets are on sale now. We will be there on Friday. That's August 2nd. August 2nd. They I might do be sell. hanging out the whole weekend. Shit. They do sell individual passes, so 
if you only want to see us, yeah, get a Friday ticket. Although I don't know when. Maybe, what if we're Friday night at 1 a.m.? Does a just Friday pass get you? Do oh, you get to I, see yeah. that? I, sure, you have to. How do they enforce that? I don't know. Ask them. That's the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> if you buy just a Friday ticket, just stay. Send us fan mail. Just stay as long as you can. The Palmer Squares P.O. Box 47772. Wait to be forcibly removed. Chicago, Illinois, 60647. <laughs> and uh, go over to the Patreon. We're going to do a show over there. Right. Or Term's going to positively review something in the world. Something that doesn't suck and isn't gay. The zone of zero interest. Um, yeah, a lot of exclusive <clears throat> pod material, like 50 hours of Patreon podcast. we got the video episodes up every week. You can listen to the first 10 minutes for free, but just sign up for three bucks. Uh, add it to your whatever app you listen to pod shit in, and you can listen to our Patreon show there too, and listen to all the episodes from last year if you so choose. Speaking of shit, I never, I never like finished talking about Millie's ass. I mentioned True Detective, and I was just like, God, that show sucks. Millie, oh shit! I swear, this morning Millie was farting audibly, and I've never heard a dog audibly fart. But it was like, well, that's nuts. It was like. From the corner, I was like, "Is that you?" It was like, it was like, there, it was there was flaps. It wasn't squeaks. It oh, was she flaps. made a clap. It was, it was gross. Fuck yeah! And yeah, this morning I'm just like, it smells like a turd. Is like someone is just waving a turd under my nose. <laughs> it's so pungent. Why do you smell this bad? Uh, and then I took her for a walk. And noticed the entire back of her ass is matted with sh- like wet, fresh shit. Yeah, make sure to post that photo. Just cold and say like <laughs> new pod when this comes out. She went outside and I think she shat and then just sat down in the shit that she just took. This is the audio version of <laughs> shit. We're going to make them eat our shit. Then shit out our shit. I wasn't even shit. talking about this quote, just this whole show. So it's like a furry ass covered in a full shit. I was like taking them for a quick walk to then leave and come here. And then I had to like take her back inside and give her a shower and wash ass. Yeah. Wash shit out of her ass. That happens. That's for... a thing you have to do with a dog sometimes. And then I put gloves on to do that. Pussy. And... uh and then, because I was wearing rubber gloves, I didn't realize how hot the shower was. So I was like spraying scalding water on her ass. Oh. She, she's like whimpering, and I'm like, hold still. Pita. It's just water, you little bitch. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's burning. And then it, it sprays on my arm, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, Millie. Anyway, cleaned her up. She good. <laughs> <laughs> Gave her a couple treats. She good to go. Good to go. All right, uh, <laughs> on the heels of the Everwild uh, lineup being announced and tickets being on sale, oh, let's yeah. end with Tropodelic's new single, new Ease Trop. Up. First single from them in a little while. So uh, enjoy this. Find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist. And come on over to Patreon. Let's do more of this. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. From four to five, just ease up. Oh, man, won't even try.
make you wanna have a bad time I'm turning off my cell phone and unplugging the landline Yup, no chill so you take my deep breaths Four, five, six, seven, eight I think I need a moment to myself Now you wouldn't understand if it was spelled out Pardon my manners, I'm thinking out loud Mind over matter, I'll tune you out I'm alone in the crowd Sweet silence, finally something I only achieve from behind my eyelids You can find me smiling inside, I'm dying So even if I snap, you can't say I'm not trying From far 